Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Free Rider. This is your host, T.A. Walker. Today, I want to continue to invite you to sign up for the beta free program. As I described it yesterday on yesterday's episode, it's a program where you simply send me your work chapter by chapter, hopefully not all at the same time. Y'all, I only have one brain, but you can send me your book chapter by chapter and we can gradually go along. And I am there as an accountability for you. I hate saying stuff like that, but for some, that is an important aspect of their creative process. They need that and you are not inferior for needing that what I do not want to do is to have to turn anyone away. So if you're anything like me and you kind of mull over things for a little bit longer than you should, I would jump all the way on top of this. The details are such. You will send me your work one chapter at a time. The price for doing so before January the 1st, meaning by December the 31st, my $99 fee is cut to $79. Please do not let this opportunity get away from you. That's 79 bucks for the first 100K words. If you are writing a magnum opus and it goes beyond 100K words, then my fee is $9.99 per every extra 10k words but because i'm still running a special i will cut it to 7.99 per 10k words this ad is going to appear in next to every episode because i do not want to turn anybody down i not only produce this podcast and narrate and do a host of other things involving my writing, but I am a writer, so I have to have time to hone my craft. If you want to reserve your portion of my time and attention, you need to jump all over this before the end of the year so you can get in with what I think is an excellent price. I look so forward to reading your story. And now let's jump into this episode. In a world where everyone purports to be an expert at one thing or another, in an atmosphere where people are selling you things left, right, front, and backward, you need to know that you are doing things right in your life. A lot of times when we think about productivity, especially when it comes to our writing, we are positioning ourselves to constantly stay weak in our writing processes. We're looking at those late great authors who have work that has stood the test of time and perhaps is even coined a classic to our modern landscape. But I'm here to tell you that you're better 
than every writer that has come before you who is no longer with us. How can I make such a statement like that? And what do I use to substantiate such a bold claim? Well, there's this one, and it's the only one that you need to ever remember. And if I were you, I'd carry it right alongside uh, every other positive affirmation that you have for your own writing. And that is, I am better than dead writer XYZ because I am still alive. You are still alive to keep going. They have not committed some kind of moral foul by dying. But you are still on earth to actually be able to write a book. You don't have to live in torment that every single word that spills out of your brain isn't in the perfect grammatical structure as perhaps those late great authors say that your work has to be in. You're only imperative if you like boxing yourself into those kind of confines is for you to keep going. At some point, and I hope at a point that you are nearing to, you will understand that the new year does not spell some kind of a magical set of happenings that's going to mean that you have to abandon your writing process. The eve of a new year does not mean that you have to sit back and take a hard look at what you're doing and just take it, ball it up like a piece of notebook paper and throw it away because you're not doing it right. I mean, after all, when you look at your financial reports or your statistics or whatever metrics you use to give you an overall vision of last year, you don't measure up. So that means that you have to do something else. No, it does not. Resolutions are in part for those who need to have other people tell them what's important to their lives. Young people benefit from this because they lack life points. Fine. You don't. You have been around for long enough, especially as it relates to your writing life. You have direction. You know exactly what it is that you want to do when you're writing. So instead of jimmying your resolve up to get sloppy drunk on the last day of the year in order to meet the next day, hangover included, to a new beginning, just keep doing what you're doing. Pretend as though 2023 will not roll over to a new number that is just going to be an endless, what, life. Because your life is continual. Think of what you're doing with your writing process as a continual thing. If you are ever going to grow your bone of consistency, which you probably already have, 
You've got to stop switching it up every 12 months, especially with things that are not broken and do not need fixing. What that consistency looks like, do not for any reason on the planet of Earth allow anybody else to define that for you. It may sound like I'm trying to define that for you now by telling you to treat your process as a continuum. I'm really not. I'm trying to keep you going, to keep you writing. You know how you look up your favorite authors and their profile is just like, God dang, how do they write so many books? Because they never stop writing so many books. I'm not going to hijack this episode by letting you know how they can actually do it in record pace. What would look like record pace to you? I'll go back to my main point, and that is, since you are a writer, your highest attainment, your only attainment, is to remain committed to writing your stories. Your stories. And I'm saying yo for a reason. Because when we write, we put this hat on that I don't think we have to ever put on. I don't care if you actually become a Harvard uh, Nobel laureate professor. Write your story. And don't let Google tell you what you wanted to say, what you were trying to say. Don't let Google edit you out of your voice when you tell your story. Just write your story the way if everybody in your book say yo, make them say yo. And you ain't got to be from the hood to say yo. Just write your words. Use the lexicon you want to use. Use the grammar that you know you should use but where the line gets a lot grayer for you don't worry about that roll it back and simplify it for yourself so you can say what you need to say put your stories out in the world if you don't have your stories out in the world yet it is an un i'll never understand t writers that say shit like don't ever publish your first story because um, I'm not sure if they're mathing, but whether you go with one of the big four publishers, it's all going to be your first story, no matter what. And they still miss stuff. Have you ever read a book and, and, and had to stop yourself from being a proofreader or a damn editor to the story? It's like, damn, I can't believe. Let me highlight this. They spelled that wrong. They left a period off. They did this. Don't think that there is any way you can get over the hump. You cannot bypass putting your work out there for the world to read and yes to read it to break it down to tear it down to hate it to steamroll it to one star it to death to maybe even give you a five star you know the one your mom and your little cousin like to give you and you you appreciate those but you know that's probably just more love than anything talking but if you don't do anything else stop treating your books like a therapeutic exercise some of you have a writing habit that you're more committed to than your actual story. You know, the people that say, oh, get up and just write. 
As soon as you wake up and roll out of bed, just write, 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 write. For what? What am, what, what am I writing for? Now, if they say as soon as you get up out of the bed, if you are a writer, add something to your story. That would be way more worth your while. But instead, at the end of a 365 year, you have 365 pages of absolutely Nathan. There's nothing there, but you writing. I don't know what to write. This is stupid. I am tired. I need coffee. They made me mad. If you need to get some steam off, there are better ways to do that than sitting around writing about it. Because nine times out of 10, whoever that person is you have an issue with, they need to know about it. Out your mouth, not with a letter. The only thing that those useless writing out exercises outside of you adding to your story, the only thing they serve as is separating you from the work that you should be doing. And I don't mean should like a tea writer that's going to say, get up at seven o'clock in the morning, lock yourself in the office, you know, put an IV in your arm with nothing but coffee and 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 create the next magnum opus. That's not what's happening because most of those tea writers were drunk or high when they were writing. I was going to do some editing tricks to try to get this episode a little cleaner, but I'm not going to do that. A, because I don't feel like doing that. B, because you get my drift. We're in a world that you have to be a pro before you know what the, before you even know what you're doing. People are expecting you to give them a product that is without flaw. And in certain industries or certain products, I understand that, but the point of you picking up your phone or turning your computer on and listening to a podcast is you hearing another person communicate to you. This podcast is not for any other reason than giving writers all the rest of us, whether you call yourself a free writer or not, all the rest of us which is sadly what you are. And I say sadly because we're the majority. And this isn't like a political game, but this is like every writer, the writers who make millions and billions of dollars ought to be forgotten. I don't mean that their work is insignificant and should not be enjoyed by as many people as they possibly can. But I'm talking about we writers spend so much of our lives, uh, focused on people who are the exceptions that we never understand how to create a writing life that is a for the average person I'm not saying you gotta be average or any of that I mean we all think that we are something special I am not an exception to that I think I'm something special too in my own ways and so do you and you have you should be thinking that you have something unique to offer whatever it is that you do into whoever it is you do it to. But as a writer, you need to know that there is a life that you should attain to as a writer where it fits around your life. 
You don't have to worry about the New York Times bestseller list or a million dollars. Are those things okay? Yeah, they're okay. Obviously, if somebody gives you an advancement of a hundred million, you know, dollars, you're going to take that. But what about everybody else that does not have that experience? Should they just not write? Of course not. They shouldn't not write. And that's why the T writer gatekeepers get it so hard from I'm harsh with them. Yes, I am. Because they know better than we know that what they are doing is some flukish shit. If I've ever seen some flukish shit, really. Ask E.L. James if she knew her book was going to do what it does. And ask her if she's not terrified to move on from the world of gray. Mr. Gray, ask her if she is not terrified to move on from that. And if she does move on, just ask her what her feelings are about that. And if you can somehow manage to get her to give you an honest answer, she may say something like, I know I'm never going to do it like I did that. And not because I don't know what I'm doing, but because that was just a damn fluke. And maybe fluke is an inadequate word, but she didn't see that coming. Neither will you when it comes Or if it comes your way, but whether it comes your way or not, you should still be writing. Those who would give you the writing advice that our T writers love to give you, they're not telling you that, you know what, at one point they were probably so drunk and so high and so, you know, intoxicated out of their minds that they probably couldn't tell you how they were able to get that story the way they got it. But I can tell you how you can get your story, how you needed to get it. If you popping this and smoking a little of that and drinking some of this and people do what they're going to do. I'm not haranguing them for that. But the way that you produce work like that is you hire some damn editors to clean that drunk infested stuff you did up. That's what you do. Or like us, when you drink or when you write a little tipsy, you make sure you edit the tipsy out of it. Especially as it relates to you writing gibberish. You should not be forcing round pegs inside of disproportionate holes. But the day that you can write your work right, you should be doing that. It is all about being honest about your aptitude at whatever stage you're at. If you're at the stage where you can't write every day, you can only write when inspiration sweeps you away. Do that. There's there's no wrong to this. But if you can approach your work every day, do it. You should be doing that. You're a year one writer and your writing process isn't all that well defined. That is okay. Because as you continue to go at this thing, it will get that way to where you can do what you need to do to get the job done. The bottom line, stop waiting for midnights and firsts. Stop waiting for celebrations and, you know, special videos and just this abstract inspiration that creeps up on you and, you know, excites you for about 2.5 seconds until you realize that you're still the same person you were before you got carried away. Stop waiting. Start today to continue to do your work. And what does it feel like when I finally started to grasp my process the way that it should be grasped? It feels wonderful. It feels wonderful. 
But at the same time, you're not going to feel like some other person. You're not going to feel like you're floating down the street. But what you will feel is that you finally got a handle on what it is you're doing. The pieces are finally starting to come together for you. And you realize that everything that you want to do with your writing at whatever stage you are in your growth process, you can do it. And that's the bottom line of Free Rider. And I hope that you will not wait until January the 1st of 2024 to understand that about yourself. My name is T.A. Walker, and I am the host of Free Rider. And it is my pleasure to talk to you both today and on the next episode.